Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Well, hi there, best ever listeners. Welcome to another version of Skillset Sunday. And I'm really excited to talk to you today um, about resourcefulness. It's, in my opinion, the number one skill you could possibly ever have to be successful in business, period. And Tony Robbins, my uh, unofficial mentor, he doesn't know that, but to me, he's an official mentor, would agree with me on this one. Um, If you listen to his TED Talk, he talks about how it's not a a lack of resources, it's a lack of resourcefulness for if we succeed or if we do not succeed. And one of the stories I want to mention is a book that I love, it's called What I Wish I Knew When I Was 20, uh, talks about uh, where... The author is a professor at some Ivy League school, and she challenges her class, and and I might get some of the small details incorrect because it's been a little while since I read the book, but I know the general story. She challenges her class to come up with a business and make it as profitable as possible within one to two weeks. I think it's two weeks. Let's say two weeks. So make as much money as possible within two weeks, start a business from scratch, go. By the way, you've got 250 bucks to make that happen. Well, some students were, you know, were like, "Oh my gosh, how am I, how, how, how am I going to make some money off this?" Um, it's it's a really short turnaround time, and we don't have enough capital to actually make a profitable business. Other students were like, "Okay, we'll try." And one student group came up with an ingenious way of leveraging their resources and being resourceful and making some good money. So let's talk about that. The, the groups that were like, I don't think we're going to be able to do this, uh, they didn't make any money. They didn't come up with anything of substance and then noteworthy, and I don't even remember what they came up with. It was so bad. The groups that were like, okay, we're going to try and make this as profitable as possible, they came up, came up with some really interesting businesses. Uh, one of them was delivering food to students who were hungover on campus, and another was some bike service, and uh, they were they were uh, services that students needed, so there's definitely a need for them. Um, but they were going to be pretty tough to scale, um, and they didn't make a whole lot of money because they had some pretty high overhead with the uh, the amount of money going towards people actually working uh, to deliver the services that were uh, being paid for. And the student group that won did something just mind-blowing is like, oh, okay, that makes sense, and I think I can apply that mentality to my business. So let me tell you what the student group that one did. The student group that one actually took a step back and they're like, okay, we don't have much money. Uh, what other resources do we have available to us that we could leverage? Uh, well, our class presentation is in two weeks, 
And we're going to have a captive audience of college students listening to us present. Well, could we perhaps sell that time instead of us presenting? Could we sell that time to a local business and just simply have them present their product or service for a fee? Ingenious, right? Totally ingenious. They made, I, I think it was a couple thousand dollars. I, I forget the exact amount, but they made 10, 20 times more than every other student group that came up with a business idea. And they didn't even use any of their money. Crazy. Same mentality with real estate investing. My approach in investing is first and foremost, making sure that clients are happy. And I'm a real estate investor, so you know my clients are the individuals who invest in my company. And then also um, a completely separate path would be the clients I work with to learn how to raise money and do deals. And what I've learned as a real estate investor for my own deals is it's better if you don't have any money in the bank account whenever you start to do your business. Because what I found with people who um, do deals and they have, say, $200,000 or fifty, whatever it is, whatever the amount in their bank account – they tend to spend that amount on the deal, whether it's do, doing due diligence or whether it's uh, investing some of their money into the deal versus being resourceful um, or as resourceful as they could be because they're already being resourceful making the deal happen, but maximizing their resourcefulness and leveraging other people's money by giving them extreme value by providing them an opportunity to invest in their own deal. And that's something that is a number one aspect of real estate investing and determining success is resourcefulness because every deal, every single deal, and I know you know every best ever listener, whether you have invested in real estate or whether you're just starting out and you have experience in the professional world, you know that within some circumstance in your business or professional life or maybe even your personal life, resourcefulness has come to the forefront and you've had to pick a path. You've had to say, ah, lay down. No, thank you. I'm not going to pursue this anymore. I'm not going to work on this relationship anymore. Or you're like, you know what? I've got the ability. This is meant to be. This is going to happen and let me just find a way. As Tony Robbins said, it's always about asking quality questions. And I know that with resourcefulness and honing that skill and constantly reinforcing that in our minds, the ability to be resourceful, the stronger we have that in our mind, the stronger our financial wealth will be. With a deal I'm working on right now, because um, I want to get, I always like to give very specific examples with the stuff that I talk about. Because I love psychology, I love personal development, but then I also understand the need for very specific examples for how to apply that psychology to the real world that we live in. So, ex- specifically, what I'm working on right now is a large development deal, and I've raised over a million dollars uh, for a previous deal. But I have never raised anything more than a million dollars for a deal. And the deal that I'm working on right now, it's going to be over $8 million that I will need to raise. 
And I have no clue how that's going to happen, but I don't care. I'm all about identifying the right opportunity. And if I have the right opportunity locked in, the the money will follow. Now, with that being said, obviously, I have to continue to speak to investors along the way. And prior to getting the deal locked up, I need to have money verbally committed so that I can actually close on the deal. But the psychological hurdle of going from $1 million to $8 million worth of investor money is not a hurdle for me at all um, because I know that through my resourcefulness, because I constantly need practice exercising that muscle, that mental muscle, we're going to make it happen. Whether it's through a partnership, which actually uh, looks like that's how it's going to happen. I'm in conversation with a business partner to help me raise the money. Or whether it's through connections that I already have. Whatever. That's going to happen. And I know, I absolutely know that you will be able to do the same thing. You know, if it's raising money or if it's finding the next flip or if it's finding vacant land that you're looking to identify or maybe it's buying or finding a seller for a lease to own, um, whatever. I know with the resourcefulness muscle um, that you constantly hone and flex, you're going to make it happen. So with that being said, the three things I recommend to do in order to hone the resourcefulness muscle, one is to surround yourself with people who are successfully doing what you want to do, that will give you the confidence and not only the confidence, but the perspective of how to make whatever you're trying to do happen. Two is to read about people who have been resourceful and who constantly exercise resourcefulness. Uh, One of the books, like I mentioned before, Uh, that I recommend reading is What I Wish I Knew When I Was 20. Totally not a real estate book, but probably one of the best books uh, I've ever read. I won't speak for you, but I've I've ever personally read. And a lot of really good stories about resourcefulness and making things happen. And then three is to ask yourself quality questions like Tony Robbins talks about. So instead of how in the heck could I raise $8 million? I'll ask, how would other people who have successfully raised $8 million start the process of raising $8 million? How have other people in the past raised $8 million? Because guess what? And this is me thinking to myself, guess what, Joe? There are people who are raising 50 times more than $8 million. There are people who are raising money for all sorts of things right now, and it's very successful. So how are they doing it? And those are the quality questions that are important to be asking yourself because once you ask those quality questions, you're going to come up with better answers and answers that will lead you to whatever your ultimate destination or desired destination is. So I hope this was helpful Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a best ever listener. Of course, you can get a free copy of the audio version of the book that I mentioned, What I Wish I Knew When I Was 20. Just go to freebesteverbook.com and um, you'll be able to get a free audio version of that book or a book very similar to it. 
thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and don't forget, go to bestoversurvey.com. I think there's one more day to enter into the drawing to win Judy Robinette's book, How to Be a Power Connector, the number one book on networking right now. Highly recommend it. And you can get it for free, a free copy. I'll, uh, I'll be doing a drawing December 1st. And I did make a rookie mistake in that I recorded episodes uh, for December 1st and 2nd, I think the 3rd already. And I didn't do the drawing yet uh, because it's not December 1st. So like total uh, crazy parallel universe thing happening right now. <laughs> um, but I will do the drawing December 1st. Um, and I will announce it at a later date once I catch up with the episodes. So, okay, talk to you soon. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 